well, well, well. Now that you are here, I would say we are quite impressed. It's fun to have you back and we would like to thank you for sticking with us for so long, even in the moments of silence. We know it's been a while, but we are back. Welcome to AFD Tech Talk. We are a bunch of friends from Ghana, West Africa, who meet up occasionally to have interesting conversations about science, technology in Ghana and beyond. We'd like you to subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and also check us out on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at AFD Tech Talk. All right, all right, all right, so... Once again, welcome to season two of AFD Tech Talk, and this is the first episode, and we are honored to have you as our listeners today. And my name is Salam Donyo, and here with me I have Kwame Na, Arthur. Hey, Kwame Na. Chale, it's been so long. Man, <laughs> more than two months, right? Yeah, more than two months. Uh, I mean, what have you been up to? The uh, just. <laughs> The cycle of life. <laughs> cycle of life. Uh, I was also away. I was also away on tour, and yeah, man. I'm I'm happy to be back and once again to hit the studio and record another podcast. So, what are we talking about today? Today, um, well, I think since we we last aired, there's been so many in- interesting things that have happened. But yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. There's actually a lot to discuss. Um, so many things to. Yeah, we don't even know where to start from, well, but. Let's see what this goes. Yeah, maybe today we can start with um, <laughs> what you shared on our on our WhatsApp page about an attack on all the files on the computer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Uh, anytime I remember that, then I I become quite sad. Like I become a little bit happy that I've I'd learned from the experience. So, 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 so maybe yeah. Um, just to you know, kind of start start it off, we, we can delve a bit into personal happenings, and then as the as the weeks roll by, uh, we could go into some of the major headlines and things making the the waves in tech news. Okay, so I did have a ransomware attack. Yeah, but, but we are definitely going to have to go all the way back and understand where the hell somewhere is in the first place. But just go on. Yeah, first and foremost, I'd like to say I never thought this would happen to me. I mean, come on, who expects these kind of things in Ghana? Uh, but well, it, it, it has happened. And uh, just as you said, let's 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 go down to the bottom and find out how did this all happen. So I knew about ransomware before this. Um, it takes it takes a a first like what's the name a first-hand experience to actually understand how these things are because you read about them and stuff but if you usually brush them aside as not being so important but after it happened to me and i really understood how these things operate i think i'm uh, i'm in a position to talk about <laughs> yes i'm in a position to t- i'm in a victim's chair right now so yeah and and we can definitely learn from your experience mistakes or experience uh, mistakes uh, wh- wh- whatever where do you want to describe it as so yeah we i think most of our, our listeners and us probably know about viruses and you know trojans and the rest but i think ransomware is something that's that's new uh, relatively so what's a ransomware let's let's start right from the, the basics so we are able to carry everyone along so ransomware is basically malware it's more of like a trojan there's different kinds but you realize that most of them have one way of operating that's they encrypt your files and there's absolutely no way to decrypt unless you have the um, encryption key. 
but uh, the good thing is that some of the popular ones we know have already been defeated as in people have taken time to decrypt um, the, the keys which were used, used to uh, create the encryption keys okay so, so before you you continue let me see if i, I understand ransomware um, from from how you are explaining so <clears throat> i have my computer my files my photos my pictures my videos and everything are on my hard disk then someone will be able to gain access to my system through one way or the other and then lock all the files on my system and the only way i can get those files back is if i have access to the key that can unlock those things that have been locked okay yes you've said one thing the only thing you can have your files back if, if you have access to the encryption key mm-hmm. now the thing is that the reason why the person's attacking your pc and encrypting all your files in the first place is that they want you to pay a certain amount of okay. money before they send you the encryption key oh okay okay so that's just like kidnapping but document yes <laughs> more <laughs> kidnapping by <laughs> in the digital environment you understand I see. I so see. yeah yeah, so more more or less, they kidnap your, your files right under your nose. Okay. And then they ask you to pay. It's like, okay. we have your files, pay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically how it works. For some types of ransomware, which have already been defeated, like uh, Tesla Crypt, uh, WannaCry, they have they always have weird, funny names. Mm. Um, These nets in their mom's basements. Just yeah, we have people in the things. antivirus community who have already de- um, dedicated time to, they have dedicated at community shoots um target ransomware attacks and they take time to decrypt some of these attacks okay. so that you don't need to uh, pay any money you need to no need to pay any money all right so now that we have a fair idea of what ransomware is and the motivations behind it um let's turn our cameras back to you now you <laughs> you faced a, a ransomware attack i think somewhere last month um can you tell us how it all began and you know how it all unfolded okay so Basically, I don't know exactly how I got it, but I'll admit I've been a little bit naughty when it comes to my ethics. And um, when I say ethics, naughty, I'm talking. Huh? Yes, I'm talking about not being too careful when I'm browsing on on the internet, ads, um, pop up messages, torrents, that kind of thing. You oh, understand? I see. Because these are the, these are the basic ways with which viral attacks spread on the internet. So um, I'm pretty sure I probably got that from a torrent site or somewhere. I was a risky website I visited and I didn't, um, did I have antivirus protection? I think I had uh, Windows Defender, but... Some of those websites, um, I think they, they re- require you to d- disable your ad blocker. virus protections. Yeah, uh, your, your ad blocker. Ad blocker, so yeah, you should be very, very careful unless you're really sure about the website. There are some websites which rely on ads to run because of the nature by which they are set up. That's uh, They depend on public funds to actually make a profit because most of the stuff they do is for free so there's that and there are websites to which spread viral infections via ads and pop-up messages which you click and the rest is history so um i'm very, very sure that that's uh, i was not as i said early on i was not very careful with my ethics and my, my netiquette in, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you i careless netizen <laughs> i got the attack i got attacked so um I, I was actually running a file operation, file recovery operation on my laptop uh, because I do file recovery um, as and when I, I get time for people. People have their hard, they lose data. People have their hard, have their hard drives crashing and they bring it to me to work on. So I have this file um, 
operation thing I, I ran called uh, Project Azir. Uh, Azir is Arabic for Lazarus. Um, <laughs> and so, you, so if my hard disk crashes or I, I, I lose my, my, my hard disk data, I, I can just walk to you and then for a small fee, you'll just... Yes, for a small fee, just like Jesus brought Lazarus <laughs> back from the dead. You, you bring it and you tell me you've lost your files, but I'll tell you no, they're not dead, they're sleeping. Wow, so prophetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was running a hard, hard drive recovery, a file recovery operation for someone. And I decided to leave my laptop on overnight. So in the middle of the night, I came back and I realized that the the fan was like doing... I was like, ah. Your CPU is working. Yeah, my CPU was being overworked. And I was like, no, a file recovery operation doesn't overwork the CPU. So I opened Windows Tax Manager and I realized there was this particular process. Uh, the Windows Explorer process was overworking the PC and I was confused. So I ended it. I ended it and it will start again. I went, I ended it in, t- in Tax Manager, it starts again. So I was like, that was weird, but well, I didn't mind. So I went to bed. What? So <laughs> by the time I woke up, a pop up message appeared on the screen. All your files have been encrypted. Bum, 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 bum. And directed there was a message which um asked me to contact um the hackers via email and then there is a string there's a there's a passphrase you're supposed to put in the heading of your the subject of your email for them to know it's you and then that's how they reach you you're able to reach them and they're supposed to upload uh files with total total size of not more than four megabytes to send to them for them to decrypt for you to see as proof that they do have the encryption key. Wow. And <laughs> you after were that hijacked. Yeah, you've been hijacked. So <laughs> after that, they would ask you to pay a fee. Now, in my case, I didn't contact the hackers because I honestly don't have time for to, to negotiate with terrorists. So. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, wait a minute. Isn't this risky for them because wire transfers can be traced from the source to the destination? So how how do they ensure anonymity in in a transaction as risky as that? Because it's a felony. Okay, good. Very good question. Um, Kwamina, you are blatantly aware that we are in the 21st century. And thanks to Satoshi Nakamoto, we have something called Bitcoin. Ah, and clever. Yeah. Untraceable. <laughs> you should know that Bitcoin transactions are untraceable, untraceable and most hackers these days accept payments via uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is fast becoming a currency for people who do a lot of shady business, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably how it starts. Yeah, because anyway. <laughs> there's no centralized um, administration on how transactions are affected. Yeah, Salam, so how much in Bitcoin were, were, were you expected to pay back for your files? Um, so, I, it was about uh, 0.19, 0. 0.2 BTC. 0. 0.2 Bitcoin. Let me just do a quick Google search right now. And, oh, wow. That's about $1,500, which translates to... To how much that is? It's, I'm coming, 8,200 cities. 82 million. Now, how much did you buy the laptop? 80 million. How much did you even buy the laptop? The it to... <laughs> exactly. That's why I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother to to contact them in the first place. Cause so, so what did you do? Uh, were you not scared they were going to like bend your computer down or something with some I don't know. Code yeah. Programs? So <laughs> until you're able to successfully remove the 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 infection, what happens is that the malware still keeps in touch with the, um, its creators, such that if they 
detect any attempt to recover the files on your own. The virus will mass delete everything you have on your laptop in case the hackers find out that you are trying to take things take the law into your own hands yeah but but what, what happens when you you put your laptop in um you know like offline like if you're not connected to the internet how would they still communicate uh, if you're not connected to the internet yes. how, how how do you how does the program that's um you know they'll not be able to communicate but okay. if you have an infection of that of that kind and you want to really get rid of it i think you need some form of internet so yeah you you are saying uh, what did you do you went to a, a user forum to find out if the keys used were something that somebody has has already has already yes the, the decrypted before unfortunately i was not in good luck this time around because um what happened was I found out that the files, the type of ransomware attack I had was called Adame. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. How do you spell it? A D A M E. Yeah. Adame. Adame. Adame or Adame, whatever. Adame. Yes. <laughs> because the malware renames all your files to a file extension, A D A M E. Oh. So okay. every file you have, every every single file, like trust me, every single file. If you system thirty two files. Apart from system thirty two files, which re- which uh, require root access. Mm-hmm. Um, every other file on your laptop gets renamed. And of course, trying to rename it to .jpg or whatever is very uh, redundant. Right? Yeah, you can't rename them back. Okay. It, it won't work. They, they basically be encrypted. Does it does it also make your system read only? As in, um, you 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 can't upload new files and you can't you know transfer files from um, to, to to another place. What happens is that you actually can't even open any system programs. Wow. But Chrome, it, Microsoft Edge, whoa, uh, whoa. Firefox, all these require system files too. Yeah, and they've all been corrupted. Yeah, they've all been encrypted. So nothing encrypted, runs. Not, not corrupted. Yeah, so apart from Windows Explorer, you, you really can't do anything. Wow, unless you... You, you can't you open any, any program you have. Wow. Nothing will start up. Nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. And how about trying to how about trying trying to boot from a flash drive or or something? You can boot from a flash drive, and you can boot from safe mode. But yes, (laughs) Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is that when I say nothing will start up, is that these attacks are very very difficult to detect by even top antiviral solutions. So, what usually happens that even antivirus you have will be compromised. Your antivirus is also encrypted. <laughs> yeah, it will be it will be compromised as well. So, so yeah, you can boot from a flash drive. You can boot from um, safe mode, and attempt to install an antivirus solution, which can be installed that way. And this is quite tricky because most antivirus solutions I know, at least at least the good ones, the really good ones like Kaspersky and Bitdefender and Co, you can't install them via safe mode. Okay. You need to boot up the machine normally to install, and trust me. By the time you, <laughs> I tried this. By the time you copy the setup onto a, a pen drive and slot it into your machine, the moment you slot the pen drive into your machine, phew, encryption. Every single thing on the flash drive. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Encryption. So, so like, <clears throat> like, like the malware goes like, don't even think about it. Everything you've <laughs> thought about, I've already thought it in advance. Wow. So. All right, so now I'm sure the audience is still wondering whether you were able to decrypt your files or you lost them because you were at- attempting to fix it yourself. I know, but they don't know. So I guess they'll, they'll, they'll continue listening to, to find out. So yeah, um, what did you do after you, you realized that even trying to install an antivirus and try and see if you can 
reclaim anything was futile. Okay, so after I realized I couldn't install any antiviral solution, um, okay, so um, so how did I do it? Um, I couldn't install any antiviral solution the regular way. So what I did first was to I actually yes I booted up I booted up normally, and I killed Explorer because I realized that the malware infection was running within the Windows Explorer executable. So I killed it from Tax Manager, and I inserted a pen drive containing um, with with uh, with the setup. I I am I use Kaspersky good. I use Kaspersky um, an offline setup of Kaspersky and virus, and there's a free version which I downloaded and installed. I put it on the pen drive, and because I'd killed Explorer. And, and the malware infection was running within Explorer. It wasn't going to happen this time around. Okay. Now, how do I open the files? How do you open the pen drive without using Windows Explorer? It's easy. You just open WinRAR. Now, WinRAR has um, sort of like a file, a file, um, a file explorer, an inbuilt file explorer. I don't know if you noticed. No, I didn't. If you don't know, you own Win, WinRAR. When, when you open the WinRAR interface, you realize that. Um, it can actually open your what's the name? I know if you keep going back, 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 it will just keep going, you know, back in the di- directory until you reach like your desktop or something. But yes, that's the inbuilt file explorer. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, do you understand? So I know my malware infection is running within Explorer. It's not running running in WinRAR. So I open ah, up WinRAR. So you use WinRAR to explore. Yes. Yeah, so I used WinRAR to navigate to the directory where I had the pen, like the software that's on the pen drive. I installed it and I scanned the machine and successfully got rid of the malware infection. So what's the next step? Now the next step is trying to get my files back. The number of methods which are recommended. Wait, I thought I thought by getting rid of the mal- malware, okay, getting rid of the malware just pre- prevents further encryption. Just prevents further encryption. But the old file that had been encrypted, encrypted was still remain, encrypted. Remain, everything remains encrypted. Wow. I mean everything. So one part solved and the next part. The next part. Yeah. But 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 you 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 mentioned that um, there's a file that's placed on your system to communicate with the owners of the malware. That's the if malware itself. Make, yeah, if you are trying to make any changes, so now they should have noticed by now that you have been able to stop further malware attack. Did did they get back to you in any way or? That's the thing. If you have an antiviral solution installed on your laptop, you know these monitor in, inbound and outbound communication via uh, through the firewall. Do you understand? So, and uh, um, software like Bitdefender, Kaspersky, and the co, they actually block, they actually block communications coming from certain un- un- unrecognized IPs, okay. external IPs, actually ones which they deem dangerous. Okay. So, and you also hadn't replied their email, so th- there's no way they had your, your email address and anything. No, no, so nothing. Even, even if they wanted to communicate, they, they couldn't have. They couldn't have. Okay. Yeah. So, I've gotten rid of the malware. Now what's next? Trying to get my files back. I went back to the user forum. Uh, I used several methods. I had to resolve to use different methods of getting the files back because um, this Adame ransomware is a variant of... There was this popular ransomware attack which happened, I think, one or two years ago. It was called Phobos. Now, it's a variant of Phobos. Now, um, Phobos uses an AES... A 256-bit AES encryption key to uh, encrypt your file. Yeah, so you seem to be running ahead of us. Um, what is AES 256? 
So AES is an advanced uh, encryption standard and uh, used internationally to, to encrypt and decrypt um, data. Its most applicable use is on Wi-Fi networks where it's used to encrypt the, the password, Wi-Fi password, and okay. uh, encrypt and decrypt. So um, we have when we have an AES 256-bit key, what it usually means that we have an encryption key which is really, really large. And even if you have to use a brute force method, now the brute force method basically means you're using a software to computate every possible commutation or permutation of the encryption key to the nth degree to find out every poss- possible combination of the password and apply it and see if it works. But this is going to be, I don't know, billions, right? If you have um, an encryption key, which is like 56 bits, this is really, really easy to decrypt because okay. uh, you actually have uh, computers which have enough processing power for that. Like oh. p- perform so many calculations at that rate. We have a very large encryption key, which is 256 bits. Data is in zeros and ones. And if you are using brute force, you need to have enough computational power to perform calculations to the tune of two to the power and 128, which currently with the computers we have, will take you 500 billion years to crack. And Charlie, no one has time for that. So yeah, essentially saying AES 256 is uncrackable at this point? It can be cracked but it's but re- it's really hard yeah theoretically but it's really hard okay it, it can be decrypted if you have a cipher but if you don't have a cipher no okay you've introduced another word but I, i've introduced another not, word which is going to let's not go in there complicate let's, this podcast let's get back to your you know yes to so story. unless i'm immortal there's no way i'm going to get this fast <laughs> back and um i have to use other methods to um try and decrypt the files Wait, there's actually no way to decrypt the files as of now. So I had to use uh, System Restore to try and restore the files okay. to an AES state. Okay, okay, that's smart. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, unfortunately, when you have malware like this attacking your PC, they anticipate all those actions. So it, act- it actually deletes every System Restore point that had been created prior to its installation. Wow, these guys really need their money, huh? They really need their money. So they, they take every step possible. So every System Restore point I had on my machine had been deleted. And there was nothing I could do. So the restore operation didn't work out. Whoa. So, I don't know. Sounds so what like, do I have left to do? Sounds like, you know, we have five minutes left in um, Infinity War. <laughs> Thanos has all the stones. And he has all the stones. He's, he's about to rip Vision's head apart and take the last one. Uh, I hope uh, your story had a, a different ending. Were you able to get your files back or mm. you had to lose them all? Um, Thanos wiped out everything <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 so after all the the you know the hard work he had gone through True. i just stopping the malware attack which was the i mean stopping further malware, malware attacks attack. which was mm. one part of it you could i tried i tried going back to ta- back in time <laughs> to, a different, to, a, to a different timeline in <laughs> to oh. restore the files and still but, but all but, didn't work out but i hope you at least had some files bugged in the cloud. Now, b- before I even ask that um, that question, this thought just came to my mind. Since they had access to your full system, and you had probably logged on to Dropbox or one very OneDrive, good question. Were you, were you able to? Okay, I was not logged on into. I was not logged into ah. OneDrive. But if but I was if into you were, they would have been able to encrypt all Every, the files everything in my OneDrive. Right? Yes. So everything in my Dropbox had been ended up being encrypted. Everything in your Dropbox also. Yeah, everything, every single thing. Whoa. And my Dropbox ended up being encrypted. Whoa. So I had to I had to format the laptop. I had to format my hard drive. 
start afresh start and then also delete everything in your dropbox because it was encrypted i had to delete everything i'd notify anyone i had a shared folder with not to open their dropbox yet move everything out and mm. log out or something i see so so now not only are they or not only is ransomware attacking locally stored files but even files in your online. cloud once you have signed on yes you know um software once like, you have signed in yes software like dropbox and onedrive they actually have local clients yes running on your laptop and these local clients sync the files mm. between your cloud accounts and what you have on your laptop so these also uh, obviously get affected so so as a precautionary measure um i feel like i wouldn't want to install you know such local clients on my machine even though um they make syncing of, of of files easier but i'd rather open a web browser and then you know drop and all upload. the files there in, in, instead just in case i stumble upon a you know like a ransomware or someone does something which cascades down to me and i also get affected because i i mean um Currently, for for me, if the files on my local hard disk are corrupted, I have absolutely zero worries. Everything of mine is is backed up in the cloud. Okay. So if the cloud is also affected, then yeah, I am really you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really worried. There's yeah, something really you need to really up. worry about, and so, um, that's that's another challenge because when you have a local host um, of a cloud storage application running on your laptop, you can sync your files in the background, like they are perpetually running so you don't need to actively attend to them if you have it in a web browser and you have a not so good internet connection mm-hmm. things don't really go smoothly yeah but i'm just thinking about the payoff yeah the payoff the is potential risk it, look, it looks like the benefits you know can can end at a point and then the risk can just like exceed all the way until when all your files are encrypted and you have to pay 81 million <laughs> so yeah i mean basically what we are talking about here is that um ransomware attacks give a stronger point to the advocacy for cloud storage yes essentially essentially for cloud storage not just dropbox i mean everything every 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 type of cloud hosting you have available you need to regularly move your stuff off your machine stuff that you should have a backup drive lucky for me i've an external drive which i move most of my projects to after oh, working okay. on them so okay. I, I did have i did have some projects on my laptop which i lost but um, not those on the hard drive i still have them i still have everything i move things regularly so um this is an advice to you listening if you do have important we have we have really important stuff on your laptop what i recommend is getting uh, an extra hard drive to which you weekly or monthly you move your important stuff not even no I, it doesn't even have to be shared out anytime you have something important you, have, you, keep, you complete some important work on your laptop you just have to move them quickly to your hard drive and then you're safe you have, you have enough money to pay for cloud storage you could do that as well, as well because these are things which won't fade away you never lose access to those files because viral attacks malware and that kind of thing they are very 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 um, destructive in the way they affect your productivity because trust me during this time that i had a ransomware attack if i had any work doing if i had anything doing everything comes to a halt yeah, true. 
everything else to a halt. So to 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 wrap up, I, I think I'll just come up with um, a few ways to one prevent ransomware attacks, and then two, you know, safeguard your projects, your files, your documents, your memories in general. So the first thing is that um, you know, just like Salom mentioned, please have your etiquette when you are online. Do not um, visit malicious websites or suspicious um, websites to get access to um, free movies or free software or things that you would have otherwise needed to pay for free music and so on yeah those websites are uh, are breeding grounds for all sorts of you know uh, malware trojans viruses uh, ransomware and so on next thing also please do not open any untrusted email attachments so there are some times that you'd be there and then somebody would send you an email you are not expecting any you know document or any movie or any video from anyone and therefore when you have such emails be sure to check the sender be sure not to click on anything until you have verified from the person who has sent it to you trust me it will not be a million dollar contract that you are going to lose out if you um, do not click on it now also um, as much as possible if you receive any call or text or email from anyone that you are not sure of asking for your personal information please um, do um, do not give that out now um, just like Salom mentioned you should also take cloud backup very seriously and also have redundant backups for some of your very important projects and files that you can't afford to lose so on your computer you can have your projects sitting on them you can buy you know flash drives and hard disks um, that you would also store those files on you can also send those files as emails to your friends and most importantly or most conveniently you can make use of any of the the cloud storage um, options that we have microsoft onedrive google drive apple icloud um, box and so on and so forth most of them are free to a quota i think from from two gigs to about 15 gigs you are going to get them free of charge and then for maybe like the next 100 gig or so you are going to get it for only 99 cents a month consider this as an insurance for just in case you are attacked by by ransomware or just in case your 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 computer just um, decides to you know, run die one day <laughs> yeah. so so all of these are things that we need to to do to safeguard ourselves it's 2019 like we always say you don't need to lose files you don't need to you know lose important projects or have to start them all over again because something happened to corrupt the files that you have so just by doing some of these very basic things um very basic very cheap things you are going to be able to have your your files on for longer and just in case you are visiting any website and you are you are not extremely sure whether that website is mal- malicious or not you, c- you can always uh, mention us on twitter at afd tech talk with a link we will do our verifications and then get back to you as to whether it's something that you would want to consider approaching Anyway, I guess, um, do you have any final words? Yeah, there's one thing you've missed. Okay. The nothing beats quality antiviral protection. Ah. And there's a few yeah. ones I'll recommend. If you don't have money for a paid antivirus, you could um, check out Avast, um, Bet Defender Free Antivirus, and Kaspersky Free Antivirus. If you do have the money, you could pay for either Kaspersky or Bet Defender Total Security, Internet Security. They have a lot of uh, packages to 
um, well well designed security packages and trust me they are really really good um but defender in particular is a really really good antivirus solution which runs stealthily on your laptop you you you'd, you wouldn't even notice it's there but it's running yeah. keeping everything you have under close protection under close scrutiny so that's another um, recommendation i yeah. have Anyway, thank you so much um, for listening to us today. We have come to the end of um, the, the the first episode of season two. Thank you once again for sticking with us. Um, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, or almost any other place that you consume your podcast from. And also follow us on social media at AFD Tech Talk on Twitter and Instagram to be the first to hear about anything that we have. There are lots of exciting new things that we'll be premiering in season two. So be on the lookout. Keep listening to us. And until next week, it's peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye.